You're listening to the Late Night Playset Podcast. Tonight's late, late. <laughs> Tonight's live late night podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Los Angelo Living. LosAngeloLiving.com. Hey, Jay Ryan. Hey, Nicole. Here you go again. I'm bringing you into my new listing. Another one. Come check it out. Look at this pool. Look at this yard. 24,000 square foot flat lot, four bedroom, three and a half bath, single story ranch, mid-century in the heart of Encino in the hills. So come check it out. We're selling houses over here, guys. Thanks for taking this uh, tour of 4000 Sapphire. We're so excited to show it to you. So give us a call, DM, text, email, whatever it is you want to do to give us uh, a shout so we can show you this on a private COVID tour. Take care. Maybe a test. This may be a show. We'll find out in just a couple minutes here. Uh, welcome back to the Late Night Playset Podcast. There we are. Hi there. Uh, welcome back to the Late Night Playset Podcast. My name is Jay Ryan. Mrs. Ryan is on assignment. And uh, today we are uh, theoretically going to be having a conversation with Mr. Johnny Lieberman. Um, I'm not entirely sure. We are working on the technicals of it. And if he jumps in here in just a couple minutes, um, we'll be all set. Otherwise, I'll probably stop it and we'll record this again in a few minutes when we can figure it out. Uh, but we wanted to go live anyway and, and uh, try to try to keep the streak alive. Um, let's see. <sighs> I guess we're just going to have to wait here for a minute. How is everybody? How are you? How are you at home? I had an emotional evening. <laughs> <laughs> that, that show talking about Grant yesterday kind of took it out of me. I talked to Tori about it this morning. It was, it was weird. It was weird. There's so much stuff I didn't mention that I kept thinking about. You know, Grant uh, built the robot Jeff Peterson on Late Late Show with uh, Craig Ferguson, the one before James Corden. And uh, I went with him a number of times to the uh, the to tapings of those shows. Sometimes. He would just go, uh, you know, to maintain the robot or whatever. But usually he would uh, go beyond the show. And um, oh, hang on one second. I should check in with Johnny Lieber in here. It says, I have a feeling we're probably going to uh, stop it and then come back. There we are through the magic of, uh, I would say through television, but I guess the magic of internet and podcasting these days. <laughs> we are back with Mr. Johnny Lieberman. What's up, Johnny Lieberman? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, nothing. Where's Nicole? She is uh, not here. She's not here. This ah. is just me. This is just me okay. today. Hope that's well, all right. Were you, were you wanting to talk to her instead? I mean, obviously, but you'll work. <laughs> you're, you're okay. okay. Um, I haven't seen you this way 
maybe ever because when I you had a big beard, and then when I saw you the other day, you were a ball cap, sunglasses, and a mask. Twice, <laughs> you were great, man. Twice uh, disguised up like that. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, well, you, you know, uh, my beard was getting out of control, so the woman who cuts my hair, um, she also trims my beard, and I haven't seen her in a while uh, for some reason. So I had my wife cut my beard and then my three-year-old wanted to play with the scissors. And I was like, you know what? A mustache. But, but again, like my beard's already mostly grown back. So it'll, oh, it'll so be Oh, so you back. did have just the stash for a little bit. I mean, for a, a week. <laughs> I mean, it's still just a stash. It's, it's, you got the, it's blending, blending quickly. Yeah, yeah, blending yeah. quickly. But my facial hair grows at an alarming rate. Um, it, is it even worse now that you're at home? I, fi- I find that my grooming, I don't know if it's maybe just because I'm not out and about. I find like I'm constantly re-grooming stuff. Oh, uh, as you can tell, I'm really, I, I, <laughs> I sit around worrying about my hair. Um, no, it's it, it just that it, it got really long. I, I usually trim my beard probably every three months. Um so, you know, the, the, this, I'll make it relevant to people that care about cars. The Bronco, as you know, uh, went live. I shot a video with some prototype Broncos in February with uh, my friend Sean Holman, who's the editor-in-chief of, like, Four Wheeler and Truck Trend and all that. Um, and in that video, uh, his beard is, like, I don't know, four times as large as mine is. And then right before I cut this, my beard was actually longer than his, and he hadn't trimmed his. So it's just my beard. So it might sneak up on you. Yeah, but we we can segue to Bronco now. Is what I'm saying. Well, you know what? It's on the blue card because I happen to notice that you are one of the individuals who uh, placed a deposit. You got your order in. Is are you no no? I thought you put in your no. Oh, you don't. But do you want one? Do you like it? You took the picture that everyone's posting. Uh, uh, Yeah, Um, I've never driven it, so my policy. No one ever believes me, but my policy is like I don't really want things I haven't driven. Um, wow. you know, I, 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 I hope it's good. I like the way it looks, you know, um, I'd like to compare it to a Jeep, but re- you remember like they showed the Bronco on Tuesday, the 14th or 13th, Monday, the 13th, a day that will live in internet <laughs> infamy. Um, and, uh, customers won't be driving them for, well, till 2021, and probably oh. pretty deep into 2021. Media won't be touching them until January uh, of 21. So Ford loves to do this long, slow reveal. Um, you know, I, I don't find it particularly sexy, but some people like the slow dance. So <laughs> I, I didn't realize it. I didn't realize any of that. No one realizes Can- it. Everyone's like, I'm getting my Bronco, Bronco. It's like, you're not getting your Bronco. It's more they of a even, They haven't even find- you're What's funding that? the Bronco. Yeah. Well, they, they haven't even finalized the horsepower and torque figures yet. It, they're saying at least this much. And so well, – Then why is this different than when they just put out the, 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 the mules and the bucks way back when, uh, you know, whatever they had way back when, saying, like, this might be the new Bronco? They never really did that with, with this one. They just showed teaser images. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, but this is exactly what they did with the – I mean, many, many Fords. But the, the GT500 – was the last one they did this. So if you remember, they were like, yep, like 18 months before the car was driven, they said it's going to make more than 700 horsepower. And then uh, when everyone was, you know, kind of sick of the GT500, they said 760 horsepower. So what Ford is saying right now, if you read the fine print, they're saying that the base engine is going to make at least 270 horsepower and at least 300 and 10 or 15, whatever the V6 makes. When it comes time, um, you know, they're going to up those numbers. And especially, I think, because Jeep was really smart. They've had this V8-powered Wrangler ready to go for a long time, and they were just waiting for the right moment. Um, so they're going to drop a 495-horsepower you know, V8 Wrangler. So. so that's actually happening, that that folklore yeah, thing yeah, that was yeah. like someday – yeah, the, the the 392. Yeah, it'll probably be at the mid-cycle refresh of the Jeep, which will, by the way, happen probably when the Bronco comes out. Um, so the, the the JL gets refreshed approximately four years after it launched. I think it launched late 
2017 is a 2018 model, so midway through 2021 might be a little early, but you know they want to take away any Bronco sales they can or block Bronco sales. And I've known about uh, the V8 Wrangler. I think I tweeted about it or Instagrammed about it, but I've known about it since November of 18. I got um, my my source planted deep within FCA, which by their name, by the way, did you hear this? FCA changed their name today. No. Yeah. So FCA, I got to look this up. FCA and uh, PSA, Peugeot, merged. And the new name is, you ready? Stellantis. Stellantis. S-T-E-L-L-A-N-T-I-S. Way to clean it up. Stellantis. Stellantis. Wow. What is it? Does that mean anything? Is that just a random? It does mean something. It's Greek for like rising or, or something, but it's not enough for me. Um, FCA and PSA are not great. Stellantis is kind of like Tronk. Do you remember Tronk? No. Well, uh, maybe. Tronk I mean, I don't like know. Turner Media or something like that. <laughs> Time Warner. They all merged <laughs> up. They became Tronk and it just, it just it failed. Let me just look up Tronk. Who, who became it? It failed in a totally spectacular way. Oh yeah. Tribune Publishing Company. They, they changed their name to Tronk, and then they quickly went back to Tribune Publishing because Tronk was such a horrible failure. So Stellantis, you tell me. I don't know. What you, what, I mean, I've had two hours to laugh about it. What, what, what do you think of Stellantis? <laughs> well, I just – I mean, again, for me, any idea doesn't really know, mean anything until I find out what the impetus or the intention was or anything behind it. Uh, you know, not knowing a whole lot behind this, I kind of got to do the deep dive. But uh, I know that it doesn't flow off the tongue very easily. It's not yeah, – it doesn't, I, I it doesn't spring you, to the, I, the front of my lobe. I have it – hang on. I have it written down here. Uh, it, sadly, it's in a text conversation that goes way up. Uh Okay, but, 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 hang on, hang on. This is, this is bad podcasting, I understand. But it's worth no, it. I think it's great. Take your time. Gives me a chance uh, to relax. Okay, Stellantis, Stellantis, Stellantis. Uh, I can't find it. You're looking uh, up the origin or just what this well, was? I, I'm just looking up. It was, in a, it was in a text conversation I was having with my friends at Motor Trend, uh, my coworkers. Uh, here we go. Ah, it's from the Latin verb stello, which means to brighten with stars. Stellantis. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Um, well, back to the Jeep for just a second. Do you think, yeah. I mean, I remember when the, the JL came out that they had beefed up the chassis, like beyond belief, like that the car is really, really rigid and stiff now. Was yeah. that maybe with always an intention of putting this giant power plant in there? I mean, look, if you if you can fit a V6, odds are you can fit a V8. Uh, that's true about, you know, 90% of the cars in the world. Um, like the old Ford Tempo maybe couldn't take a V8 so easy, but it's it's not a huge jump from a V6. Because remember, you know, uh, it, it's the angle of the V yeah. um, that it's the width. It's not so much the length. You can always find a little bit of length. So, you know, Jeep's been doing, you know, uh, Easter Jeep Safari concept uh, Wranglers with V8s for like decades mm-hmm. and they've been ready to go, you know? Mm-hmm. So no, they, they, it, it, I, I think on the old JK platform, it could take a V8 pretty easy. And I think they've, they've always future proofed it. Cause you know, the engineers are like, I'd love to put a V8 in this thing. It'd be cool. Um, and then the bean counters say, Oh no, no, you can't do that. Well, you know, who would buy that? Were the, but, yeah. were the, but what were... Atlantis is learning is like with like, who would buy a Hellcat? Well, it turns out, one out of every four challengers that rolls off the assembly line is a Hellcat. Like people can't get enough. So like, Holy you know. crap. I didn't know yeah. that stat. Yeah. Now um, I should say uh, that was true a while back. It, it might've, might've changed. It might've been more. I mean, the Hellcats are everywhere. Um, and you actually see a lot of 392s because they kept the price down. It's like, you know, like 40 grand for 500, 495 horsepower. So a lot of, a lot of 392s are out there. And you kind of get that same bark, right? It's still loud and aggressive and the whole bit. Maybe not, not as much. Quite the same bark, but um, it's a bark. You know, it's it's a great engine, and it's you know, it's you can you can mod it if you need more power. But you know, five hundred horsepower is a lot for a lot of people. Um, it's Again, not, just you know, on the Jeep, just ninety-seven, which you now get with the Hellcat, but. Yeah, back to the Jeep just for a second because I was a Jeep yeah, guy yeah. when I was a kid. I loved Jeeps. Um, 
Sure. Am I crazy? Did they used to have a straight six or was it always a V6? I remember oh, yeah, that no, high, high output 4.0, remember? Yeah. No, they had a straight six forever. I mean, that was uh, American Motors when American Motors owned Jeep before Chrysler bought American Motors. Uh, it was, I think it was a, a 2.6 liter straight six and then it was a four liter straight six. Um, and I that think it was in the Cherokees know. and everything. Yeah. But I think Renault, going back to the French connection, uh, I think Renault, they, 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 oh boy, Renault did the, the, uh, the, the first Cherokee, uh, that was a 2.8 liter. I want to say straight six, not, not 2.6, 2.8 liter. Uh, so Renault was involved with that straight six and now they've just merged again with a French company. So it's, it's all coming Stellantis. back around. It's all one big round Stellantis. <laughs> Well, the Stellantis, maybe, you know, they had the Comet the other day. Everyone's taking pictures of the Comet. That was totally Stellantis, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you were at Breakfast Club the other day, you were driving the new Porsche GT4. I, I spent some time romping on the old GT4, and yeah. I had my opinions of it. What do you think about the new one? It's really good. Um, I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of a hard formula to mess up right like i'm gonna make a chocolate sundae how bad's it gonna be right you know fair um, enough yeah but yeah i mean it's a very lightweight probably three thousand pounds um you know and by the way there's a chance i haven't we haven't waited yet because because of uh coronavirus our testing capabilities are gone um but there's a chance that the four liter naturally aspirated straight of uh, pancake six weighs less than the turbocharged um um, uh, four cylinder in the regular Cayman, so so this thing could be very light, could be the lightest Cayman, don't know yet. Um, so oh, I see over- these stats aren't released yet, I didn't realize that. Well, there's Porsche stats, but many with the way manufacturers weigh cars, I'd love to actually be in the room when they do it because no one they, they can't ever seem to be accurate. It's 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 like <laughs> the craziest thing, you know, like Italians they take all the fluids out of the cars, so. What people don't realize is when you have like, you know, 18 quarts of oil and uh, 24 gallons of gasoline and uh, no radiator fluid, like, wow, that Lamborghini. It's another 300 pounds. Yeah, but you add 400 pounds back in and then suddenly, you know. um, So, and also, you know, in in countries where you don't have the same safety standards we do. Now, Germany is probably very similar, but... We, one time years ago, flew to Italy and weighed a Lamborghini with gas in it and fluids in it in Italy, and it was like 500 pounds lighter than the supposedly identical car that we eventually got in the States because no airbags, no door beams, just, you know, like like safety stuff was just yanked out of it. Wow. Um, yeah, so, so never trust a manufacturer's weight because you don't know. Like, in England, I think they do with 90% full gas tank i don't know how they get to 90 <laughs> percent. when we weigh cars we just fill them up and then we drive we you know it's a standard thing it's like two miles from the gas station so every car we've ever tested is filled up with this one chevron and fontana driven to the speedway and weighed there you know so that no matter what at least your scale is always stable across the board right, yeah i mean we sometimes we'll do it at the hyundai proving ground so however much gas you can burn going sure. 40 miles an hour for two miles a little bit but um you know, but anyway, so in England, but they do it with like the driver in the car, 90% gas and like one piece of luggage. And that's the, the curb weight. It, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so, so magazines at test, I, I think were very important for a lot of reasons, but the most important reason is we actually weigh the freaking things. Um, and the way we weigh them is with a full tank of gas uh, and nothing else in the car and, and no, no funny business. To me, so. that makes sense. That's what that's, I feel like that's what I... Common sense wise, I feel like that's what I would do. You would think, but if you if you start looking at um, like car weight, especially Italians, but you'll see stuff like dry weight, and uh, like what, what's dry weight mean? You know, it, it's, it's it's all funny business. Anyway, so the GT4, very light, naturally aspirated, four hundred fourteen horsepower, three hundred some odd pound feet of torque, which is crucial because it has enough torque and power that even though it's the same gearbox from the last one, uh, third gear is usable. Uh, on the last one, it was so like there was just yeah, you just kind of because of the power second. band. You stayed in second because if you were to shift to third, it was just kind of gutless. It just didn't have the torque necessary. So by punching this out to four liters, as long as you're above four thousand RPM. Now, I've driven with a lot of people that don't do a lot of canyon driving, and so you know they they get nervous when an engine gets over three thousand, so they shift immediately. So. 
and there it's are those. Starting. Hey, I, I always tell the story years ago um, when the when the the Corvette the C6 ZR1 that was like you know 638 horsepower back in that car, yeah. It was just power, you know. My my buddy was bugging me. He's like, "You gotta let me drive it. You gotta let me drive it." This is like ten years ago. All right, all right, all right. Went out to this deserted road, and he starts going, and like right at, you know, three thousand, he shifts to second, and then at three thousand, he shifts to third, and all the way through six, and we're going, you know, I don't know, ninety miles an hour in that car, which that car can do ninety in second, you know. Um, yeah. So I was like. Okay, and then we go back, and he's like, gets out of the car. He's like, oh, man, that was so crazy. That was, oh, my mind is blown. So, anyhow, not to throw my friend too far under the bus, but uh, he divorced the actual friend I knew, so I'll never see him again. But <laughs> the point is, um, there's enough Got torque. Got rid of that guy. <laughs> there's enough, yeah, Greg, there's enough torque in the GT4 uh, to make the transmission work. Uh, it's on the those crazy Michelin Pilot Sport Cup 2 um, Porsche spec tires, which are the greatest tires in the world. So it's in it's on huge 20-inch rubber. So it's got all the grip. Uh, it's got power. You know, the handling, it's a Cayman. Cayman's handle well. The only only thing I'd fault it for in a, in a real way is the damping's pretty poor, specifically the rear end of the car. And I just, you know, I don't think I'm, saying anything out of school, but like the sophistication of the Cayman is an order of magnitude less than a 911. And so, yes, you get the front end off of a GT3, which is cool, but the rear end, and just for, for packaging reasons, and obviously one's mid-engine, one's front engine, so it's different, physically different uh, suspension pieces, the um, the rear of the, the Cayman lets it down. It just, it, it, it just isn't, it, 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 it's a poor ride. It's very, it's a very, even though it's like stable and grips, you're just shaking the whole time you're driving it. Oh, so maybe that's the answer. It's too too rigid, too tight, not loose. It's it's actually too rigid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, so you know, what what makes a nine eleven a nine eleven? Like you know, and so I, I think with the modern ones, nine nine one and forward, it's the damping is, is superlative. I mean, it's 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 the world class sports car that also you can relax and you have a just a really great car to drive around. Um, you know, I drove the the last Porsche I drove before this one was was the Speedster, um, which might be the best car human beings have ever built. And I'm you know, and and I might be I might be under uh, selling how good that car is. It, it's, but it gives you all the feels, doesn't it? And all the sounds and all the everything. It's just kind of like perfect. Um, <laughs> But and I remember driving it and like the the everything about it's incredible. But I remember being really impressed by the ride, like the just like wow, this is how I like a car to feel. And I took I saw you up there, but I took the GT4 up Angeles Crest twice, and I took it out to Malibu once. I saw you at Malibu too. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but um, you know, it just it it that's the only downside. Now look, you know. A lot of people are going to track these cars. It'll be great on a track. Tracks are all buttery smooth. It won't make a difference. Um, this car, the demographic is going to skew younger. It's going to be for either younger people or people who like to think they're younger, you know. Uh, so, so so the stiff ride, I, I don't think will be a problem. I'm, I'm just going to say, though, after like 25 minutes of really hammering on the car, which owners may never actually do that with the thing, it, you're, you're pretty beaten up. You know what I mean? So like... Mm. I always think the mark of a great car is like not only one that inspires confidence, which the GT4 does, but like every time you see it, you're like, ooh, I should be up in the canyons with it. Like, what? Why am I sitting at home? Yeah. And you know, if you can afford a hundred thousand dollar car, odds are you have a couple other cars, and so like, you're probably not going to jump in this thing first every time. Whereas if you had yeah. like a Speedster, it's like, oh yeah. You know? Now again, one costs a lot more. I get that, but for sure. Um, but a base 911. Uh, base, you know, with with a hundred thousand dollar base car, it's probably it's probably not quite as quick, but it's probably as good to drive or close to as good to drive. I don't know. It's not. It won't be as analog for sure. It's turbocharged and 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 the, the trans. Actually, the transmission's a wash. I I'd still rather have six speeds and seven speeds in a manual. But uh, I was going to ask you that. So, is it only a PDK in the GT4, or can you do right a- now? It's, it's manual only, but they're gonna, oh, it's manual they're- only. For now, but I, I just heard that they're going to put PDKs in them. Um, 
and and I get for for track use that totally makes sense. I mean, you know the 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 part of my brain that controls my left foot is totally atrophied because. Uh, you know, even though uh, both the cars I own are, are manuals, you know, I never touch them. And most most cars sold are are uh, autos. And, and it's just I can't shift quickly anymore. I just can't do it. You know, mm. I, I can still heel and toe, but I just I just I'll be approaching a corner that I'm like, oh, you need to lift your left foot. You need to push in at the right time. And it's just that part of my brain has gone. Did any of that factor into your your opinions on the on that experience? No, 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 no. The, the shifter is actually really nice. I only missed one shift in probably 150 miles of hard driving, which to me makes it a superlative transmission. Um, and and to be fair, I, I think when I did that, I was sort of I did something weird. I was trying to go second to third, and I like kind of banged the gate or whatever. Um, and and uh, you know, it's 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 a, it's a great transmission, great clutch take up, great pedal, great everything. I mean, it's hard, it's really hard to fault that car. It's it's a great car. What is your personal opinion? I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but I, for me, it's a thing. The the automatic blip, the blip, uh, you know, whatever, the automatic rev blip thing. What do you I, feel about that? Because I drove a, a GT3 Touring the other day, and the first thing the guy did was, oh, let me put this on. I was like, get that shit. Oh, I'll do it. What are you talking it's about? It's so funny you say that. I was, I was talking to Pete from Auto Kennel uh, like a half hour ago. And oh, Paul. Paul, sorry. I said Pete. Yep. I meant Paul. I meant Paul. I meant Paul. Yeah, sorry. Paul. Sorry, Paul. Pete. Um, and, um, I, uh, he, he posted a picture of a GT3 touring and I immediately did my standard thing, like needs more wing. Cause I, I why would you get a GT3 without a wing? Um, and he goes, Oh, I hate these things, man. They're like manual only. And it does that stupid auto blip. And I'm like, you can turn that off. He's like, you can. I'm like, yeah. Like it, that it was turned- my, I didn't know that either. He, he had to put it in sport plus or something in order to get rid of it. Is that what you do? Yeah. I think the, I think the sport mode turns it off or something. I can't remember. He put a thing on Instagram. Um, oh, good. Thanking me, which I was very proud of. But anyways, uh, I, I don't, I mean, look now I've spent a, a lifetime of driving, learning how to blip a throttle with like half of my right foot before I downshift. So I, 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 I'm sort of envious of the fact that the computer will do it perfect every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there are times when, you know, I want to grab two gears or I, I don't want the engine to rev, you know, so, so yeah. I don't like the auto blip. I know some people that love it. For me, it's no good. Um, I didn't even try it once in the, um, in the, in the GT4 because who cares? Why would I? But I have talked to people and they have said like, oh, I love that. You know, that's mm. great. So. I find the people that really love it are the people that don't know how to do it themselves, and I don't fault them for loving it. But that's what that's what I find. Yeah, it's sort of my, my old friend Damon said this. I remember when, I think the Nissan 370Z was the first car that offered it. Um, but I remember I read his review when he used to review cars, and he said he's like, "This is like insulting. I spent a lifetime building up this skill, and now you're gonna you're gonna take it away from me." But I'm finally um, good at it now. You gave it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, I, I, why bother? Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see eye to eye on that. I was just curious. The uh, um, it seems like it's that with a lot of the technology, these new cars, you can you can do everything with them. You don't need as much uh, skill and talent as you used to to get a car to go fast. In fact, anybody can just romp a pedal and, and get any car to haul ass these days, from a Honda Civic up to a 911 or whatever. Um, the nannies. I wonder where that all comes in. I mean, you know, people have been going off more and more up there lately and it's it's not our people it's it's newer cars and stuff you know yeah i mean look i think it's just there's more and more cars up on angeles crest i don't i don't think the the the, you know i how do i put this the frequency of porsches going off is up because there's a lot more porsches up there because of the lockdown people are bored out of their minds right Um, more testing equals more (laughs) more numbers right (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) But, uh, but um you know, I, I live really close to there. I mean, I'm, right now I'm about eight miles from the base, so I'm there at least nice. once a week, and I have been for a long time. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you do see a lot of crashes up there. Usually it's motorcycles and pickup trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things that kind of inherently don't like corners so well. Um, and, and, yeah, look, I mean, you put 500 horsepower cars in the hands of people that, I don't know what's what, what's their background. You're, you're going to see more crashes. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 
I think anybody can learn um, to, to control all that. I think cars are pretty good. I think, you know, modern safety, uh, electronic nannies are pretty good. Traction control yeah. is pretty good. So I, I agree I, with know, all that. It's when people turn it off. Yeah, but I don't even know if people know how to turn it all the way up. I, I think most crashes up on Angeles Crest, if I had to guess, um, it's you're going too fast for a corner and you um, you late break and then you like understeer off the cliff. Um, or bring it around I, I in the exact same think, scenario, but yes. Yeah, I don't I, – yeah, or you oversteer off. But I, I don't think like people are doing like tricky drift shots and like losing it because the nanny's off. I think they're just overdriving. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Uh, they uh, somebody pointed this out to me, I guess, about a year ago, and then I uh, I realized that it actually got quite popular. I guess there's a I'm not sure which one, so don't quote me on this. I think it's a Seto Corsa, the, the the virtual you know racing one of those or project cars one of those. Uh, they actually have the entire crest and all of the like all of you can do upper big to hunger you can do naima all that stuff in a video game so we were having the conversation of course well then of course are people trying to you know they're beating their times or whatever in the video game and then do they take their souped up neon or whatever out there <laughs> and yeah. try to do the same thing like we don't really know it just curious maybe but but even you know even it's funny with the video games like um and, and, and yeah, I, I I don't even know what I'm talking about because I, I never play video games and I, I it's just it's not, not my thing. But we don't have to go there. Yeah, but um, you know there there's a couple corners on Angeles Crest which are banked funny, and um, even if you have a really good simulator, you know there, there's just there's a couple that are dangerous and you have to know them and you and you learn them, um, but through experience and um. Yeah, I, ju I just think, I always think that. I think simulators give people a sense of false confidence. I mean, I tell the story every time it comes up, but I remember years ago I was at the Nürburgring, and they had some Nürburgring simulators in the lobby of some hotel, and so my, my video crew and I were playing them, and, you know, I was barrel rolling on the front straight because I, I hate the game. And these guys were, like, popping off, you know, some seven-minute times. And then the next day on the ring, you know, I'm, 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 I'm doing okay. Nothing, nothing, nothing to write home about, but I'm... You know, doing good, and these guys—they're really—they're scared out of their minds to actually drive. So, um, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's a video game. It's not real life. It never will be real life. I like I'm that sure you brought up Nurburg. That's that's the one everybody talks about, of course, because you know the hops aren't the same, and 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 camber isn't the same, and just the way you carry speed. Whatever you see in the video game is—it's just not the same. And I I I, I grew up in Lime yeah, Rock. I'm sure you've you driven on other tracks. You crash game and then you know hit reset or whatever. But if you if you crash on a mountain, you just die. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little different, um, right? Yeah, I don't know. High know. stakes, very high yeah. stakes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just never, you know, and I've never been good at racing games, so maybe I'm just, like, negatively biased against them. I know I have a friend who claims he's becoming a better driver by training on video games. I mean, it depends on what you want to learn, right? It depends on how you learn what you want to learn. Yeah. Uh, before, when we were talking about the Bronco, you said you kind of have a, not you didn't say policy, but you have a thing where you, you generally aren't going to buy something unless you've driven it. Where did that come from? Is that just, you know, oh, is that just good buyership or? I mean, it's just, you know, I, I, I professionally review cars for a living. So if my opinion is going to have any credence, carry any water, hold any weight, whatever, uh, however you term it, like I should actually drive the thing um, before I render a verdict on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and uh, and, and, and I'm, I, I think I'm pretty good at reviewing cars. So um, sure. You know, uh, so, but, but I get that a lot. Like people say, oh, you know, what, which, which one do you like better? The new, uh, AMG black series or the McLaren 765 LT? It's like, I've driven neither. So I, I like them both. None. I, I mean, I'm sure they're cool. I've driven the R and I've driven the 720S plenty. I can imagine what more power and better arrow would do to the cars, but maybe it screws them up. Maybe they made the suspension terrible like you know the, the the classic example is um the amg gtc the horribly named c which is actually the best car mercedes makes right now and everyone thinks it's a convertible but it's not um you know when they went from the c 550 horsepower to the r they changed out the rear suspension from normal electric dampers to multimatic spool valve shocks and they ruined the car it mm. works on a track miserable on the street no one really likes the r that much except for my friend stephanie loves it but anyways 
Uh, it's a brutal, brutal backbreaker of a car. The C, which no one knows about because the name was so stupid, uh, it, it, at, at, at the Cars and COVID, when I saw you on Sunday, Farrow walked up to me. He's like, dude, totally, the C. You were so right. Like, that's the car. I'm like, yeah, it is. Does and he then, have it now? He had it. He had it. But like, and then it's like whenever I whenever I tell Mercedes, like, your name is so stupid, they go, yeah, you should have seen what they were going to name it. So, oh. Yeah, yeah. When that's the answer, it's just not good enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, Oh, hang on one second. I just got a note from work. Sure, go ahead. Pretty, this will be exciting. I'm just, I'm ruining. Uh, We're going to get a, uh, this is a peek into the brain of Johnny Lieberman. He's answering a no, email right now. No, I have a meeting, but I, I thought my meeting was in a half hour. So I just wrote, I thought it's a half hour from now. But anyways, you got me till one. Are you so. sure? You can go. We can, we can no, do this no, later. No, 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 no it's good. <laughs> Uh, okay, hang on. I'm just gonna return. This is fun. It's more like the Tom Green show where he just kind of okay. hangs out. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was hey, it. That was that was nothing. And it's like, you, what do you want? You know, you're lucky my kid's not running in here. Well, that was one of the reasons we did it today, right? And and the timing and everything. How how are, this seems to be podcast season. It seems like everybody's on everybody's podcast. Everyone's home. All we have is our computers and our cameras and whatever. Um, has your schedule been stacked with uh with different slots of shows and stuff you've been doing i mean i did i did the truck show podcast last night at seven so um but you were on you were well you're (laughs) actually we should talk about that because you go what did spike's text say to you after your last appearance on his uh, spike's car radio Uh, yeah i don't know if if he'll if he'll admit this in public but he said uh congrats you're no longer a guest you're a cast member uh it was, it was a particularly good podcast. I, big I don't know. big promotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pays the same. Um, so, anyways, yeah, I've been doing a lot of podcasts. Although, weirdly, I, I, I've only done uh, Smoking Tire once, and that's I've probably been on that one like over the years, know, fifteen times, something like that. So, oh, really? Oh man, I, yeah. we hope to do. But that I've been one. doing a lot. I've just been doing a, a lot of podcasts. Um. You, I remember when you were sitting here, you said you're a guy who doesn't listen to podcasts. Never. S- yeah. Still still the same, even though you've yeah, got all I, this extra COVID time and everything? No, yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm trying, if I have any free time, I'm trying to read books, um, which is, is failing miserably. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's too much time on Instagram. But I, I got mm, a new book same. yesterday, so I'm very, very excited about it. Oh, wow. Oh, sure, of course. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm on page like sixty something. So pretty what, good. W- would you ever consider doing your own podcast? I think I asked you that when you were here, but life has changed. Yeah, since. I don't know what it. In- it just seems like a lot of work, and I have no idea how you make money doing it. You know what I mean? Like it just it seems like I'd be starting it at ground zero, ten years behind everybody else. Um, well, but you're you, so you have that. I mean, I was ground yeah. zero, starting behind everybody else because nobody knew who the hell we were. But you're you I- already. The other thing is, and, I, and I, I've said this to Matt before, but like you got to kind of be nice to everybody, and I'm, I'm not really <laughs> used to that. You know, um, there's a lot of people that I just like. I won't mention them, but uh, I, I just hate them. And like the idea of like having to look at them for two hours or being in a room with them for two hours, just you know, don't don't want to do it. And I'm sure there's plenty of people that hate me too, but um, you know, so that's that's always that's always been a thing. Now. That said, um, uh, Motor Trend, we've been talking about, about doing a podcast um, with me. So maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I have a, I have a, we talked about this. I have a radio background. I love radio. Yeah. Podcasting is similar to radio, um, although you can answer text in the middle of it. <laughs> That's right. Coming uh, up at the top of the hour. Did yeah, you actually yeah, yeah. do radio or did you just, was that just in school? In school, in school. Yeah. I, I was a general manager of my college radio station. And then I, I always thought I'd go into it. Um, I, I did. And then, you know, when I happened to graduate in um, 1997 from college in San Francisco at the hi- height of the, the dot-com boom, where if you had a pulse, you could be making six figures just by, like, spouting off buzzwords. And it, it, yeah. for three years, it was great. And then it all, all died. Um so I, I I never pursued that, but I, I like I said I do enough podcasts now, which I, I sort of do it. You know, 
Well, I, it must be, you know, because perhaps just your writing and everything, you formulate your thoughts into communication so well that you're just you're just good at if you wanted to do this job, you'd automatically sort of be good at it. You you already know how to speak your opinions. You know how to just be yourself and have that flow, you know, stuff that trips people like me up who were just kind of new at it. You already have all right. that shit down. I, I guess. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. I guess I am. Um, um, I don't know. It, 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 it just see, I, I guess and part of it is I'm chicken. Like I, 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 I liked, I, I, well, you know, what if it fails? Um, and what's uh, failure? I don't know. You know, and then like part of it is I've been at motor trend for a decade now. And it's like, you know, for, for at least for what I do, it's a pretty, you know, big fish in a relatively small automotive media pond. And like, how would I gauge success? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm always, that's why I never start businesses. I'm just scared. And it seems like a lot of hassle. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll work for someone else and collect a paycheck, but uh, it still fully works out. Yeah. I mean, that makes so, sense. And it seems to work out for you. So there's no reason to change it. But so just, far, you, you know, knock on some, some wood <laughs> get over there. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I get that question a lot. So I guess some people would like me to do a podcast, but I also think I appear on enough podcasts that like, I, I don't have much else to say. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Well, maybe now that if you're on uh, spikes more regularly, maybe that will become the outlet where like, Oh, if you want to see him on a podcast, I mean, he'll go be guests otherwise, but if you want to see him, look at him there. I don't think he was actually serious. I think he's a comedy writer who was being funny. I just, I just, it was, it was a really good episode. And again, not to plug another podcast on your show, but please do, um, yeah, and, yeah. We we weren't even talking about cars at this point, but it just it devolves into this. If you guys know who Paul Zuckerman is, and if you don't, he's Spike's co-host, but he's sort he's of this been like, here. We love Zuckerman. Yeah, he's this brash, loud lawyer, but he uh, sort of a New Yorker in L.A. for sure. What's that? A New Yorker in L.A. for sure, Zuckerman. Yeah, and it's a bit of a character, but he but he still does have that horrible accent, and 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 he, <laughs> um, he like makes this very hardcore feminist statement in the middle of an otherwise jokey podcast, but his accent is so bad that Spike and I have no idea what he's saying for six minutes, and then hilarity ensues once we figure it out, and it's 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 quite funny. It's a sitcom yeah, moment. You all thought he was saying one thing and he was saying something else? No, it was sort of, it just it was just the weirdest thing. But he's talking about maxi pads, for lack of a, <laughs> uh, any any semblance of uh, euphemism there. Yeah, so for some reason, Paul likes to go to the drugstore and look at women's pants, as he says. And so I thought he was saying pants. <laughs> pants. For, pants. I thought he was saying pants for six minutes and Spike had no idea what he was saying. And then it's like, wait. Why are you looking at maxi pads? Anyway, it's it's a good episode. It's a, it's a fun episode. So everybody, please go check out Johnny's episode yeah, of uh, of Spike's Car Radio with Zuckerman and, and Spike yeah, Barrister. Yeah. God, that's yeah. Funny. And I think I Spike I think Spike actually titled it the one where Zuckerman talks about ladies' pads. Oh well, then should be easy to find. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it what? Was, it was uh, can can we talk about that cars and COVID and coffee uh, up at Malibu Kitchen? It's it's, it's over. Be, it's officially it's, over. I mean, oh, it is. Like, forget about it. I, no, I mean, like we talked about this yesterday. It seems like it's a, the bubble's about to burst. It was effing huge last week. There's too many people. You're just gonna get COVID and die. I mean, I, I was like hiding out <laughs> for half of it. Um, y- yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's crazy, and the, the the cars that showed up like were mind blowing. Um, you know, like what was it a Le Mans winning uh Ferrari 250 GT short wheelbase? Driven yep. uh, by Bruce Myers shows up like screen used in Ford versus Ferrari as well. Yeah, uh, you know somebody said like, "Well, what do you think the value of all those cars is?" I'm like, "Well, I know one of them's twenty million. You know, just that <laughs> so one. If, yeah, and if you there add was a nine five nine, there was a Mira, there was tons of shit. Yeah, so that's a million plus a million, so twenty two million with those three cars. Uh, Ferris car's got to be half a million. Um, you know, and 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 his is actually wasn't even that expensive compared to some of the other stuff that was there. So yeah, I, you know. but to me, it feel if uh, uh, we were the co-host yesterday was talking about it, it was almost kind of like Trancus. You know, it was sort of like, well, all right, you know, once the cops start rolling in and checking plates and everything else, and then yanking everybody on Malibu Canyon on the way home, it's like, well, what, does 
can the can it keep going? I mean, or does it get smaller? Does it move? No, things like this, you know, they're always a victim of their own success. And because there's no cost of entry, like everyone's going to come and everyone's just bored out of their skulls. Um, right. But you mentioned Malibu Canyon. So I was driving out and because I was driving a GT4 with no cup holder, I had a, I had a bottle of Coke in my right hand and I, there was, I, there was a Jeep coming and I, you know, you, you, you blend uh, right before you go up the hill on a Malibu Canyon by the church there. Yeah. And I, and I was just in the wrong gear and like, I just had this Coke held in such a way that I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to downshift. I'll let the Jeep go in front of me. So the Jeep was going 38 miles an hour. I passed 15 CHP cars. Yep. That luckily I was trapped behind somebody going 38 miles an hour because I would have been pulled over a dozen times. But 15 CHP cars were coming down the hill and just pulling everyone over. It was nuts. What time I, was that that you that you left and drove through there? 10, 10, uh, called, yeah, right around 10. So right when it was breaking up, probably like 9.55 actually. Uh, we were saying the same thing. I thought it was 10, but it was probably 9.45 or something like that. Did the same run and, uh, you know, you come around Civic Center Way there where you get on right by Pepperdine and you get on to yeah. uh, Malibu Canyon. Um, two guys pulled out to follow me and I was like, oh, sure, they're going to light me up for sure. And they were, they had lit people all the way up down, you know, they were, had come down the canyon and towards uh, like where the old Malibu Cars and Coffee used to be at the bluffs there. Uh, yeah. um, and they had them lined up there and there was like, I, enough that I couldn't count seven or eight, something like that. Yeah. And the two that came behind me, they didn't light me up. They literally disappeared by the time I got to the top past the church where you were talking about. But from that, from, from Malibu kitchen to the tunnels, uh, there was no exaggeration. Like I thought there was like 40 or 50 cops because there were at least <laughs> 10 spots of, there was never less than two together. Sometimes there was three or even five together where one guy was set up and then they were all right. lined up together to yeah. foo, foo, foo. Yep. And and you know like a strategic you know move. This. Yeah. Look, well, first of all, Malibu's been a shit show since coronavirus started. Um I rarely get pulled over and I get I've been pulled over twice, one ticket in Malibu um since coronavirus. And Speeding? um speeding i mean we weren't yeah, sure if it was exhaust or windows or what no nah, it was it, it was speeding but it was also like i was like i was following these three cars and the guy's like what three cars and then he, he's like oh, i got you on laser and i go well if you have me on laser then you have a you have a history uh go back and look and he's like all right yeah you're right there were three cars in front of you but you can get the ticket because you're in a white porsche basically he didn't say that but that's what happened anyhow i'll be fighting that one but but Malibu is just like done. Don't 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 drive through Malibu right now, especially on wow. the weekends. It's just it's, it's bad. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I've never. It looked like there was like a some kind of event. I mean, I've never seen uh, so many CHP where there wasn't like you know some kind of horrible uh, accident going on. It was, it was and then crazy. when you were driving them, did you only see them coming at you? Because what I was yes. passing was they were just. It looked like. <laughs> look like a sea of black and white from all the cruisers and then just skittles from all the colors of like anything with graphics anything that looked modded in any way it was like the racing street team or something was out yeah. to like bust everybody. I, I, I missed that when i when i saw him i saw i saw two chp right when i got behind the jeep i saw two chp coming down driving down and i was like phew dodge that bullet and then there was like nine of them in a row and and then every 30 seconds another one would go, go by and I, I counted 15 black and whites uh um, wow. all, all, all the way to the calabasas border no the the like i said a pack of nine came um and so they were done probably by the first tunnel um okay but i just uh, i was like i was just shocked at the volume I, I know what they're doing you know and look uh to be fair to the cops a little bit um, people act like jackasses when they leave cars and coffees. It's a it's a it's a long standing tradition. Um, M4s and Mustangs, right? I, you have you got it on film. I was a jackass on Friday when I left uh, um, Newcombs. You know, I kind I you know, it's not a super quick car, but I went pretty quick in that Porsche because I knew you were filming me. You know, I thought um, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was, you're it out was, in the woods in the middle of nowhere. I know, but I'm saying like people leaving cars and coffee do stupid things. And look, you're around all these awesome cars and you, you get into this bubble world where you're like, this is rad. Everybody loves cars. I love cars. Car go fast. Excited. Me go fast. So excited. 
Yeah, and it's look, it's mostly the younger kids because it's for them it's new, you know. Like I, I've been going to Cars and Coffee, I don't know, since it started down in Irvine and you know, whatever that was, the original one at the old PAG building, the Ford building. Two thousand one um, or something. Wow, okay, I haven't been going that long. But I I started probably going in like two thousand four, something like that. Um and um you know, yeah. So people do dumb things, and it's it's easy picking for the cops. You know, um, that said, yeah, speed limits are too low in Malibu, and like, come on, man, you're just wrecking these guys' day for no reason. You know, like, what is the speed limit on Malibu Canyon? It's like it's like walking pace or something, forty five. I think like, it's forty five, but I mean, there are places, yeah, where you just, if you know how to drive, you wish it were a closed course so you could just. I mean, some of the camber on some of those turns and and the beauty that you're going to pass by, it's it looks like Mon- Monaco. Yeah, it's 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 just too low. But yeah, that's an argument we'll never win. People people think that going like you know fifty five miles an hour like slaughters people or whatever. So it, 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 it it's just <laughs> slaughters a everybody. It's just a shame, man. Like it's you know it's like I don't know I don't know like like like. You know, Angela's Crest is is some parts of it are forty miles an hour, some parts are forty five, some parts are fifty five. Is there really a difference between the forty five and the fifty five zones? Like, no. <laughs> you know what? I you mean? know what's funny? I don't agree with that. I find that if you know the road, there isn't a difference, and I agree with you. But for somebody who doesn't, I actually find that. You know, if you can find a line in what the road does, yeah, it's the same. But for somebody who's literally following the reflectors and the lines and looking out at the deer and whatever else, it, it is yeah. a little bit trickier in that first stage. Well, I would just say maybe just tighter. You know, maybe. Well, okay, I never, I never, not never, but I never drive super crazy in that first stage because it's so littered with people, um, and a lot of people just go up there to sightsee. Now, yep. once you pass Angela's Forest, all bets are off. Like, please get out of my way. Please, Mr. Prius. Like, just, just, there's so many other places to go hiking. Get, get off my road is how I think of it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that first stage is a little tighter. But, but, but even 40 is still low. I mean, like, you yeah. know, look, in a modern cars, car, especially. Yeah, modern cars can kind of go more than 40 without being dangerous. But, anyways, I'll, well, this is an argument we'll never win. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you'll just never win this argument. So. Johnny Lieberman, how are you during all of this? It seems like you're you're still yeah. test driving cars. You're still reviewing cars. You're still out talking to people at Cars and Coffees. Like, what actually has changed for you? I'm. It's, it's, I guess I give off that appearance, but I'm very bored. I just sit around bored all the time. Really? Um, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, the cars have been fun. The, the cars have been really fun. And and I kind of just decided, okay, I'm going to be locked in my house for you know the unforeseeable future. I'm just going to book as many supercars as I can, um, and they gave them to me. Um, but you know, what do you do with a supercar in lockdown? Right? I, I'm not going anywhere. There's nowhere to go. So I'll go up to Angeles Crest. Did it once. You know, like I know I'm doing it again next week. Um, and I know, and everyone's like, oh my, if I had that car, I would do it every time. And like, yeah, I remember 15 years ago when I first started doing this, I would, I, I would sleep in cars. I couldn't get, you know, but like, it, it is a job. What people don't get is that when I stop, when I go up to Newcombs in the morning and I stop, I write about 500 words and then I go down and I stop and I write about 500 more words. So I am working. Oh, and interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they're, they're getting reviewed. Um, well, I knew you were working, but I didn't know your process. That's that's very cool to me that you do it mid in your cycle you know, while you're actually driving. It's funny. It, it's 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 one of those things where my, you know my, my worst enemy in my in my life and my career is my own laziness. You know, I'm just I'm so fucking lazy. Pardon my French. I'm so lazy. I just, like my wife came out this morning and she's like, "Have you been sitting on the couch for an hour looking at your phone?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> um, you know, so I could have been writing about cars. Um, and it took me until this point in my career to really get in the habit to always stop and always write down my immediate impressions. Mm. And, and, and it seems like, oh, what a nightmare. But what it does is when I then I go to write, it like it makes it so much easier. And because you're there yeah, in the flow. It's just already done. A lot of your work's done for you, you know. OK. And, and and this is again, this is how obscenely lazy I am. I just learned, and I mean, since coronavirus started, that if you have an iPhone that notes 
automatically shows up on notes on your computer. I didn't know that. Oh um, yeah, I use it all the so, time. So I, I used to dread because I'm so lazy. You'd have to then like go open notes on your phone and hit email and type in your own email address. And then oh, now it's just right here. Close this so, device, open that one. Oh my God. It's like, <laughs> Thank it's you, Apple. Yeah, Steve Jobs, if you're listening, you have changed my life. The fact that notes goes both ways. Um, and, and so, so it, it, you know, yeah. So, so I do take copious notes, um, when I'm driving and, and I, I have friends that always want to go driving with me and, um, you know, it, maybe at first I, I'd let them go, but I, I try, I try now to do all the driving by myself just because well, two things. One is if you, if I'm chasing another car, actually, if I'm chasing another car, I'm okay. If somebody's behind me, I just, I get really weirdly competitive and I just gotta go, I gotta outrun them. Me too. And um, so I think about that rather than thinking about what I'm going to say about the car. And so when I'm by myself, I'm, I'm much better um, about taking notes. And and I, I have a couple of friends that they're, they're mad at me. They're like, dude, you have that car. Like, I want to see the McLaren. And I'm just like, nah, nah. Um, In the and zone. we actually changed up our, our process a little bit at Motor Trend, or at least I did. When the, the comparison tests I'm on, I'm, I'm, we did this a while ago, but it's like, let's stagger it by a minute. So if we're going to be on Angeles Crest and we're going to review the same stretch of it, um, you go and then look at your watch and 60 seconds later, you go. Uh, that way we're not chasing each other because I, I just get so competitive and I oh, just, like a rally stage. I love that. Yeah. But it's, it's just, it's just, you just stop paying attention to um, what you should be paying attention to. Like how's the car? And then you're just trying to outrun your buddy, you know, yeah. like, Oh, I can't let Scott be faster than I am. Like, screw that. Well, Scott is faster than you. Nothing you can do about it. You know, that's right. So um, let yeah, him pass. So, what's that? Let him pass. <laughs> let Scott yeah. go. I mean, once in a while we'll catch each other. I mean, that 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 does happen. You know, like we were doing crazy SUVs the other day, and what was I driving? Uh, I was in this AMG that was sadly malfunctioning a little bit. It was a GLE sixty three S. It was like the, the the traction control was malfunctioning, and, and it was just like not the traction control, the stability. So when you you'd come to a corner, it would just turn off the power of the car. So it was, it was just very strange. Limp mode. Oh gosh, it was malfunction. It was, a, it was an early build car, but um, Scott, this guy, Scott Evans, I work with, he ran me down and that was quite embarrassing. Um, <laughs> he was in yeah, X We're, uh, M competition, maybe. So <laughs> We are just uh, coming up to the top of the hour here and it's time to almost say goodbye to Johnny Lieberman. Is there anything in the automotive world that you are looking forward to that you are excited about that other people should be too? Something coming out that maybe we're not looking at that you are? Aside from supercars? Whatever you want. Oh, I mean, look, yeah, that that Black Series uh, we were talking about, like the the SLS Black Series, the last AMG Black Series is like still one of the all time greatest cars ever made. Okay, um, this one is, you know, that one was six hundred horsepower, maybe something. Like, I, I forget, but but this one is seven hundred and twenty horsepower, um, <laughs> and it's got like the biggest wing I've ever seen, and it looks just super evil. Even in silver, it looks super evil. So imagine like in black. Yeah, Batmobile. Um, and, and then the 765 LT, which is, if they change nothing else, they're taking the tires from the Senna and they're putting those gorgeous tires onto the 720S, a car that's been crying for real tires since it came out. So if nothing else, it's going to just be so good. Um, I, I, the the McLaren Speedtail, I, I like supercars. I, I, I know that. And I get to drive them. I'm, I'm very, very lucky. Um, but like the, the speed tail, look at that thing. It's a three seater that's limited to 250 miles an hour. It makes a thousand horsepower, you know, 1055 horsepower. And that's going to uh, come out as is. I mean, that, that thing is probably going to hit. It's out. Those stats. I, I know a guy, my buddy, Mo uh, Muhammad, but Mo has one already, you know? So yeah, it's like, it's cool. Oh my I, gosh. I don't, know, I don't know how U.S. legal it is because of the mirrors, but still um, super cool, you know? That is crazy awesome. Yeah, All right, so, some good stuff to look out for. Yeah, uh, so other just, than that, I'm just supercar crazy. Plus, oh, the Porsche Targa's coming. Uh, Porsche GT3 is coming. Like, oh, that's name. right. All the new 991, uh, 992 oh, variants oh, of all the cars are coming. I will out. be driving the Targa by the end of the month. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't. I didn't realize it was that close. I, 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 I'm probably in trouble for saying that, but yeah, it's. And we're, we're, I was <laughs> Here's supposed your to drive it. 
Well, I was supposed to drive it in Germany June fifth, but obviously that ain't happening. So, um, yeah. So they're they're coming. Where do people follow you, Johnny Lieberman? Instagram. Uh, Instagram's the absolute best place to follow me uh, at Johnny Lieberman. There's no H in Johnny, but at Johnny Lieberman uh, on Instagram. And uh, your Instagram yeah. is blowing up, brother. I mean, it's What's almost that? doubled from when you, whenever, whenever you were here last. I just can't believe the growth on your Instagram. It's fantastic. It's good. I, I got to start doing that stuff where you get people to follow you. But I, I, I've just been posting a lot, you know, so it's, it's been good. But no, like doing these podcasts helps, you know, so yeah. Well, keep it up, brother. We love seeing you and I'm Thank sure we'll you. see you out on the road. Yeah, for, you will. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Johnny Lieberman, ready? Right, <laughs> Have a good night, Talk brother. Bye. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. That's Johnny Lieberman. What a good guy. What a good guy. That was fun. Um, let's see. I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, like I said, is on assignment, but she loves you all very, very much. I love you all very, very much. Um, we love you at home. Please love one another and we will see you out there on the road.